G'day Groovy Humans and welcome to A Groovy Enlightened Life. Today on the show I'm going to explore that very hot topic of climate change. Now climate change, the topic of climate change has been called many things over the years, over the past decades and it's not new. I mean we've been talking about this for many, many years and I guess now it's it's really come into our awareness and it's really mainstream media and people are starting to stand up and pay attention to it. So today I'd, I'd like to share my opinions and thoughts and ideas around this concept of climate change and what I can see going on in the world. I hope you can join me on the show today. Sit back, relax, grab a cuppa. Let's get cracking. So the first thing I'd like to tackle around climate change is the name climate change. It doesn't really resonate with me because when I look at the world and the way I see everything in the world is that everything changes. So when someone says to me, what do you think about climate change, Maya? I'm likely to say something very sarcastic along the lines of, correct, the climate does change. To me, I really feel we need to come up with a different terminology because, and I know this is my logical brain thinking here, but let's be honest, it's not its not uh, anything scientific or anything else uh, moralistic or political. It's seriously just my logical brain just not happy with the term climate change. Everything changes in the universe. It will always continue to change. And by saying climate change, let's act on climate change, in, in a way is, is not really what we're talking about here. Okay, The climate's going to change regardless. It's pretty much the same as saying the weather's going to change. If we can come up with, a, I don't know, what we're really talking about here and what are we really talking about here, that's probably the question I'm posing today is, what problem, issue, or concern as a society are we tackling? What are we truly talking about here? So that's, I guess, the first part of, of what I want to talk about is, is just the concept, uh, the wording, the terminology of climate change. The second thing around climate change is who at some point decided what good looked like? Somewhere along the line, with all our measurements, all of our science that uh, we've been recording for many, many years, somewhere along the line, someone decided what good looked like. Now, it's a very human thing for us to do, is comparison, is comparing things. What's to say that right here, right now, the earth is not perfectly where it needs to be to manage what's going on. And the other aspect of that that I'm hearing and seeing around the place at the moment is this 12-year magical timeline that has come about. That if we don't reverse the damage that we have done across the planet within the next 12 years, it will be irreversible. You may hear me emphasizing the term irreversible, irreversible, it's because we can't go backwards. Okay, there is no reversing and going back to another time. 
That's just not possible. That's not how things work in the universe. What we have is right now in this instant. And right now in this instant, everything is working perfectly the way it needs to to accommodate what is going on. You know, so this fear, this energy of fear is is being cast around. We've got 12 years. Now, we may have 12 years as a human race to actually survive what potentially could be coming. (laughs) But I can tell you right now, planet Earth is going to be fine. Mother Nature is going to be fine. Okay, we, however, may not exist, potentially. So this fear-mongering, this fear energy that is being lit up and created um, and added to the constant fear energy that is already in the collective conscious, it's just creating, you know, more chaos. It's creating anger. It's creating blame all around this concept of climate change. I'll just touch back on the reversible thing. We can't we can't go backwards and we shouldn't want to go backwards. You know, we are an evolutionary species. Everything we do, the entire universe is made to go forth, is to grow and develop and learn and change, pivot, all that sort of thing. It's it's through us, through us and how we live our lives that change occurs essentially it's what we dream into being it's what we have intentions for that get answered and created in the world we can't go backwards and we should stop thinking about reversing things what we really need to just get our heads around is guess what we're here right now now people are getting upset and disrupted and starting to become awake around what's going on around them. This is good news. This is fantastic news. People are disgruntled. They're disrupted in their lives. They're starting to feel things. They're starting to awaken and realize, hey, this is not the world I want to be a part of. This is not the planet I want to create for the future generations. And this is fantastic stuff. This is beautiful, beautiful catalyst into helping us become more aware and more in tune with the fact that we are one, that we are part of the universe, that it is not the universe that we exist in. It is our universe that we exist in. It is our planet that we are living in. So I'll go back to that statement I made before. Who says that the earth is not perfectly fine just the way it is? In my opinion, the earth is doing its job perfectly. It is creating a sustainable homostasis for the current conditions and circumstances that it finds itself in. It is just responding and reacting to that to come to a place of homeostasis, to come to a place that it can continue on living sustainably. Now that may mean 
that we don't exist anymore at some point, okay? (laughs) It is arrogant of us to think that we are in control of Mother Earth wiping us out at any moment. Have a think about those major virus epidemic type events that occur in the world. Do you think that's just random? Do you think perhaps these things are created to help create that homostasis and the balance that is required? So, you know, Mother Earth is sitting there and going, oh my God, these people seriously need to wipe a few out. You know, we have these weather events. We have, as I said before, viruses, plagues, epidemics. These things, if you look at it from a completely different point of view, potentially could be just the Earth creating homostasis. And it is arrogant for us to think that we are here to save the planet. We are not. We are here to coexist with the planet, to coexist in this universe, to co-create together. And that's what we've forgotten. And now, in this age of consciousness, we're starting to become awake. And obviously, with the first steps of becoming awake, there will always be this tension um, of anger and guilt and regret and all the things, all these emotions and feelings that come up and go, oh my God, what have I been doing all this time? What have I been contributing to make this world and create this world that we are currently living in? So we're not here to save the planet. We're here to coexist and to live and breathe as part of one giant ecosystem together. There's a lot of talk about, you know, the weather events. You know, people saying they're getting worse, they're getting, you know, we've had fires in Australia recently, um, and fires actually pretty much all over the world, you know, the Amazon and a few other places. There, you know, typhoons, there's floods, there's cyclones, uh, hurricanes, All of these events um, have always been occurring, okay, and perhaps these events are occurring more frequently, perhaps these events are slightly more severe than we are used to, but the events occur and have been occurring for years, since forever. Personally, I do not believe that these events are directly related to the concept people are talking about when it comes to climate change. I really look at the bigger picture here, that these events are finally starting to awaken us. They're a catalyst to awaken us. You know, in Australia, I can speak on that obviously because I'm here, the fires in Australia have really awakened not only our nation, but nations across the globe around bringing awareness, I guess, to what's going on around us what is truly happening and going on and it's these events that are are really getting people to ask the question what is going on around me coming into this awareness of hang on am I showing up as the best person I can be do I need to change something about my behaviors and the way I live in this world to help build that connection 
build that right connection back with my planet? How can I do better? What can I do? You know, all these questions are starting to flow and swim and swirl around all of us across the globe. And to me, when I look at it from more of a big picture view, these events are helping, they are a catalyst to bring around action in this age of consciousness. We're coming awake much faster than we ever have previously. We are starting to realize that there's more to just being on earth and cruising around for a little bit, that we are part of something bigger, that we are part of that web of consciousness, that oneness, and we need to contribute and build that connection back again. So we're seeking that. We're seeking to build that connection back to our planet. A lot of discussion is going back to our indigenous cultures, the first people, uh, that, and their belief systems and their understanding and connection to, to Mother Earth and, and their practices and, and how they would keep right relationship with nature. And I guess the thing I want to focus on here is it's not necessarily about going back to those ways of life. Okay, as I mentioned earlier on, it's not about going backwards and reversing things. It's about becoming aware right now in this present moment of what's going on and then forging a new future together. So let's bring those practices. There's so much understanding and remembering that we need to do around those cultures, those indigenous cultures. It can teach us so much about how we can build right relationship to the earth, to oneness, to the source, to God, that we need to encompass that into our current way of life, our current society. And I really feel that when we get to that place and we get to that understanding and remembering and we can forge that way forward, it's going to be an amazing pivot point for all of us to experience that grabbing of the old and merging it with the new and going forth together. It's not about who was right or who was wrong. It's not about blame. You know, we have the younger generations at the moment in anger, uh, blaming the past generations for the state of the planet. Now, totally get that that anger energy has woken people up. It's perfect, absolutely perfect. But blaming one another, fighting against one another, is not the way forward. We, we truly need to come together now and realize that we are all in this together. Okay, it is not one person's responsibility to go about affecting change. It is every single one of us on this planet's responsibility to make that inner change within ourselves. Now, I preach this a lot. Our inner world is reflected in our outer world. When we start to do that inner investigation and exploration, we start to remember who we really, truly are. 
in our connection to all things. That's where the, the work happens. That's where the shifts happen. So it's not about going out there and creating non-for-profits and, and doing great big rallies and protesting and stuff like that. Certain people are here on the planet to do those things. It doesn't mean every single one of us needs to do that because it starts at home. It starts within. And if each and every one of us chose that journey, that inner journey of discovering and understanding and healing, you will see that things in the outer world will change. Your vibration changes, your energy changes, your outlook on life just completely changes. And that is what is going to drive that sustainable change in the world. But it's got to start with us. And it's not something we think. You know, you can't just sit there and think, I am going to be more environmentally conscious. Okay, I'm not going to buy plastics. I'm not going to, you know, throw rubbish in the bush or whatever it might be. When you do the inner work, when you understand and truly embrace oneness and comprehend that we're all in this together, that we're connected to everything around us, then you will automatically shift and change your behaviors and your attitudes anyway. You won't actually have a choice because when that inner work begins and the shifts and changes start to happen within, it is always then reflected without. I guess my call to action for everybody out there is, is seek to understand, seek to remember, do that inner work, and you will see the shifts and changes in your life. Stop fighting. Stop being angry. Stop blaming other people. This is something that we are in together. And it's probably one of the most extraordinary times to be here is in this time where we actually have to come together to make such a, a massive change across the planet. And everybody needs to come on board, or if not everybody, a large percentage of people to help drive that energy and vibrational shift that needs to happen. And I'm excited, I don't know about you, but I'm excited to see what happens next. Thank you once again for taking time out of your life to listen to this episode today. If you'd like some more information, head over to sagacityrising.com forward slash AGEL018. And if you'd like to continue this conversation, I invite you to come and join us over at tribe.sagacityrising.com. It's a spiritual community where we get in and talk about all of these wonderful things. Stay groovy, my friends. <laughs>